This is America in Space, a weekly news and information program on current events dealing with the space industry. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor. Crew-8 is the eighth operational crew mission to the International Space Station. It will soon be launching aboard the Endeavour Dragon capsule. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson tells us a bit about the mission. Well, we're here for Crew-8, which is now the ninth launch of Crew, the first Doug and Bob having done the test flight. And this mission to the ISS uh, really has a lot of exciting science that they are doing. There are some tutored science experiments. And a lot of the stuff dreamed of in the old days is just coming to fruition. The use of protein crystal growth, the medical research into the use of and growing of stem cells in microgravity. All of these uh, breakthrough research, not only toward helping find uh, cures for cancer, but things like bone loss, osteoporosis, even some uh, things having to do with uh, medical research with regard to the brain. So I think we are at the point that we are just seeing the amount of time that a crew is able to dedicate themselves to the science experiments. We're finally seeing those experiments utilizing the property of microgravity coming into its own. Matthew Dominic will serve as the mission commander. Dominic is a NASA astronaut and U.S. Navy commander. He is a Colorado native with a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering from the University of San Diego and a Master of Science degree in Systems Engineering from the Naval Postgraduate School. He is married to Faith Dominic and the couple has two daughters. Dominic was awarded the 2015 Naval Test Wing Atlantic Test Pilot of the Year Award and member of the 2015 Department of Navy Test Team of the Year, Strike Flight Air Medal, Navy Marine Corps Commendation Medal, and Navy Marine Corps Achievement Medal. Here's a little bit about what he said about the mission. So my, my background is in developmental flight test. And so before I was assigned to this mission, I was involved in working on the development for Orion, uh, HLS, Starliner, and got to work a bit of time on each of those projects. And I really love diving in deep with the engineers to solve those tough problems. But my background in, in U.S. Navy was doing developmental flight tests, but the Navy thinks it's very important, I think rightly so, that the people doing the tests have operational experience. And so in the Navy, you would go operational, go do flight test, and then go back operational, and then go back and flight test. That way you always had the relevant experience, right? You didn't, you didn't want something to be developed in a vacuum. You didn't want to build a an airplane in a vacuum the same way we don't want to build a spaceship in a vacuum. Well, it's going to fly in a vacuum. But you don't want to build it in a mental vacuum, so to speak. Uh, you want to have the experience of the operator being injected with the engineers, and they work as a, as a cohesive team. So going and getting this operational experience and then coming back and helping develop the next spacecraft. NASA astronaut Michael Reed Barrett is the mission pilot. 
He is board certified in internal and aerospace medicine and has participated in two space flights for a total of 212 days in space. In 2009, he served as a flight engineer for Expedition 1920 on the space station and flew on STS-133. Barrett was born in Vancouver, Washington and is married to formal Michelle Lynn Sisnick and they have five children. His interests include sailing, boat restoration and nautical history, carpentry, writing, cooking good food in austere places, family and church activities. He has a Bachelor of Science in Zoology from the University of Washington and a Doctor of Medicine from Northwestern University. He was assigned as the NASA flight surgeon working in space shuttle medical operations. He has worked and trained extensively in the Cosmonaut Training Center in Star City, Russia, in support of the Mir and STS-71 and subsequent missions. He served as medical operations lead for the International Space Station from 1995 to 1998. Barrett has a particular interest in human adaptation to spaceflight and serves as the associate editor for space medicine for the journal Aerospace Medicine and Human Performance and is the senior editor of the textbook Principles for Clinical Medicine for Spaceflight. He has been extensively involved in medical and human factors applications for new space vehicles, as well as space medical risks and research efforts. Here's what he said about the mission. Every mission that builds to prepare you for the next, uh, I'll give you my little niche as a space medicine guy. Uh, how the human adapts to spaceflight is, is just really amazing. And the things that we've learned on station, uh, because it's a well-equipped laboratory, we have a, a high flight rate of long-duration flyers. It's a very rich source of really the basic kind of information we need to develop a medical standard of care. And so uh, between the uh, first, or between this last flight and this flight, I actually put out the second edition of a space medicine textbook. Uh, and we're actually in the process of doing a third edition of that space medicine textbook. And each time I do that, I try to figure out how, how right we are. And then I fly, I've done that twice, and I figure out how wrong we are because we keep discovering new things, things right under our nose that are important things, like this, the, the eye thing, the eye brain changes we've seen and vascular system changes that we've seen. So I'd like to say, if I'm prepared at all, it's to be an observer, and I'm prepared to discover something new <laughs> again, that we just didn't see was hiding in, in plain sight in front of us. So it's, it's still, even though it's, a, it's just a big laboratory in, in low Earth orbit, it's a place of discovery. So um, I think I'm prepared to discover something new. <laughs> NASA astronaut Janet Epps is a mission specialist. Epps was born in, in Syracuse, New York. She enjoys traveling, reading, running, mentoring, scuba diving, and family. Epps received a Bachelor of Science in Physics in Lemoyne College and a Master of Science and Doctorate of Philosophy in Aerospace Engineering from the University of Maryland. She was selected as one of the nine members of the 20th astronaut class. Her training included Russian language, spacewalks, robotics, T-38 jet training, geology, National Outdoor Leadership Training, or NALS, and NEMO. NASA Extreme Environment Mission Operations, also Geologic Studies in Hawaii and Language Immersion in Moscow. Epps served as a representative to the Generic Joint Operations Panel working on crew efficiency on the space station and served as the crew support astronaut for two expeditions and served as the lead Capcom in mission control. Here's what she said about the mission. I have to um, admit that um, I've trained with so many different crews and um, 
you know, so I have a baseline of where everybody is and how things go. But from the start, even during our emergency sims and different th events that we would go through, um, we've done pretty well as a crew. Everyone knows their job. They know where to insert, where not to insert. So um, I think as a crew, each person brings their own strength to the crew and, you know, the contributions that each one makes has made all the training events almost seamless. So we've been um, pretty gelling from the beginning, so. Ross Cosmos, cosmonaut Alexander Grabenkin will also be serving as a mission specialist. Grabenkin graduated from the Irisk Military Aerospace Engineering Institute with the qualification of Technician Diploma in the Specialty Technical Operation of Transport Radio Electronics and graduated in absentia from the Moscow Technical University of Communications and Informatics with the qualification of Engineer in Radio Communications Broadcasting and Television. He was approved as the Flight Engineer 2 of the International Space Station Expedition 71. On March 1, 2023, he was appointed as a stand-in on the flight of the SpaceX Crew-7 mission and is now included as the prime crew of the American spacecraft Crew Dragon Crew-8. Here's what he said about the mission. Hello, everyone. Много было сказано, теплых слов в адрес инструкторского состава и всех тех, кто нас готовил. We've heard a lot of warm words uh, towards instructors, trainers and all that uh, who prepared us. Полностью присоединяюсь к моему моим членам экипажа. And I agree with uh, all those words said by my uh, crewmates. Также от себя бы хотел сказать, действительно подготовка была достаточно насыщенная. Было выполнено очень много совместных тренировок, которые нас действительно сделали настоящим экипажем. And uh, I would like to add that uh, we had uh, an intensive training course. Uh, we had a lot of uh, joint simulations that really made us uh, a crew. Сейчас мы, конечно же, в нетерпении уже, с нетерпением ждем нашего старта. And we're looking forward to our launch. И я уверен, что все будет хорошо. Пилотируемая космонавтика будет продолжаться. And uh, I'm, I'm. I think that everything will be okay and uh, we'll continue human space flight. And we'll see each other again. Thank you. And just for fun, here's what each of them asked for their departure meal to f before flight. I think that everyone asked something special for конкретного человека. I think everybody ordered something special for that particular crew member. Да, я решил все-таки больше, так скажем, традиционное меню заказать. Это будет обязательно суп. I decided to go with a traditional meal. I will have a soup. Овощи зеленые. Some green vegetables. И мясо второе с гарниром. And some meat with some starch or side dish. В общем-то, ничего особенного. Nothing special. You know, sometimes when people ask that question, they think it's because we get up there and we just crave and miss foods. You don't. Uh, for six months, you're going to eat food that seems very appropriate to this magical place you're in. And, and so now that I've done this a couple of times, I'm kind of like Sasha. I'm just ordering food that I like. So I'm going to have grilled salmon and some uh, grilled vegetables to go along with it. But, but frankly, I can't wait to get up to the galley table and have some shrimp cocktail and some 
Russian uh, Tuareg. So. Somebody made a comment earlier about ribbing each other. That's, uh, that's a good part of crew cohesion. Uh, we've had a pretty long-running joke. Uh, we, lo we love working with Sasha. He's awesome. He's very consistent. Uh, every time we'd be on travel, for example, out to Los Angeles to go to SpaceX, uh, you know, hey, where are we going to dinner tonight? His answer was always, it must have beef. It needs beef. So it became very consistent. So we, we love, <laughs> he's very consistent. We knew what he would pick for his last meal. And uh, so for me, I, you know, we get to eat a lot of cool meals in space. We've had a lot of cool meals on the ground. It's more about the people you're with. But for me, I just said, whatever Mike's having, because I trust his culinary choice. <laughs> and I, I actually did the same thing. I, I kind of chose the foods that I love to eat, like butter chicken and sog and things like that. So nothing very special. It's just you want kind of the comfort foods of home that you normally have. And you want to enjoy those just, you know, while you're here. And then you go to space, like Mike and Matt said, you have the great foods on orbit. And then we come back and, you know, we do the same thing. So thank you. So until I heard that, I did not realize that the cuisine aboard the space station is something to look forward to. Good to know. So go Crew 8. Thank you for joining me. Listen each Tuesday for This Week in Space with John Gomez. And join me every Friday for America in Space. From the Florida Space Coast, I'm Dawn Meyer, Space Coast News Editor for About Space Today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share our program with your family and friends and follow us on Facebook. Join us each week for news and information on America in Space.